here. Yeah, man. Hey, how are you? It is Behind the Bunker. It's Monday night. How are you? It's episode 526, podcast number 407. Lots to get through on the show tonight. Lots of fun. And uh, we, yeah, so uh, tonight we have uh, Josh Subizabrickus back in studio yeah. Uh, doing another inventory check of what we have in stock. Yeah. You got any of them uh, USB cables? <laughs> no. <laughs> huh. Your I own show can... Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Your own show can... Well, you're down too. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we have Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball back as well. Greetings and thanks for tuning in again to uh, Beautiful Behind the Bunker. I've lost Facebook, so I'm trying to find it. And I'm going to send you over to my friend Gavin. I love that each week you call me your friend, and I hope you guys call me your friend as well, because I am your friend, and this is Behind the Bunker Monday night. It is live. Make sure you hit like and share. We have a great studio audience, or studio audience, or full studio. In, no, we uh, have a great studio, too. A great studio, studio audience, and panels. Uh, uh, so make sure you hit like and share, because it is going to be a great show uh, while we still have microphones before Josh steals them all. <laughs> One of these days we're going to come in, we're going to have microphones. The problem is... Um, There's going to be knockoffs I ordered from Wish. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's going to have an Asian accent. Are we on... I don't see us on... Um, We're on Facebook. We're on Facebook and the YouTube. Oh, no, we are on YouTube. YouTube. That was what I was questioning, if we had YouTube. So, yeah, there we go. See everybody. That's awesome. So, yeah, tonight we're going to be chatting, guys, about... Uh, let me see if I can find it. Sorry. Matt and I are a little tired from the event on the weekend, so apologies. But uh, Gavin and Josh and Joe say they're going to pick it up and take over the show tonight. So I didn't have an event. There you go. Well, you had two events. Pardon? They were just evening events. Evening events. That's true. What field is a must-play for you, ladies and gentlemen? We're going to find out from you guys later on in the show. As well as give me your best and worst paintball marker curious to see what you guys say out there mm. and we're going to be quite candid about that and uh we'll we'll read your responses if if you uh if you believe in them so put that up in the chat we'll get to that uh when it's time uh, rather oh i was getting my piece of paper organized um gavin you and i saw this not sure if the rest of you guys did oh, sure shit did yeah I mean. ruthless our friends over at ruthless have a tiger stripe uh, Are you looking at that, Joe? I did, I saw that. Or I was gonna I was gonna message you guys. I saw it on Instagram the other day. It's pretty fancy. Yeah, that is. Uh, that's Fanc- a good looking camel. Fancy, awesome, but um, it's about time. It's a duffel bag. <laughs> you know what? Outside of this studio, I wonder how many people actually like tiger stripe. And I know you that offends you guys, but I wonder how many people, if that is their favorite, like if we put up a poll and said, you know, what's your favorite camo? If Tiger Stripe would well, you don't be think, near the top you of don't that. Think it's weird that you assume we care. You don't, you don't think he did any research? He's like, oh, yeah, I just like Tiger Stripe, so I'm going to do a massive like He listens to this oh, show. Oh, those guys on Behind the Bunker will talk about it. <laughs> yes. Terry White likes it. So there you go. Um, yeah, I would I would sport that. I, I, I haven't seen many. I saw, okay, so... I saw a fellow today with a brand new HK gear bag, and it was all black with with this horrible green highlight for the HK logo and then stripes on it, and I just thought it looked terrible. But this, that's a gear bag I'd be proud so to carry. there goes any chance of us getting HK's as sponsor. No, they've got some good product, but that colorway just looked <laughs> I know, terrible. I know. I saw it, too, oh and gosh. I was like, no. And but I used also, the word colorway. But we, we played our hand too early. Uh, we could have asked Ruthless, yeah, I don't know about those bags. You need to send us <laughs> six so we can really investigate that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I do like them. I would not be offended to, to have one of those. Not at all. To match my hoodie. Um, I don't know if you guys caught this on Instagram as well. This uh, came up a couple of nights ago. Uh, that one I didn't catch. Faceful. It says Faceful dot dot dot. I'll be back. There's a lot. Oh, ah, MPPL coming back. Potentially yeah. Faceful. Wow. Yeah. It's so like and 1990 then, all over So again. this is their Instagram account. And then as of a day ago, they posted another picture. So... Someone has turned the Instagram switch back on and looks like they're going to start monitoring that. So we're going to keep an eye on that because uh, I love John and I love uh, Paintball Media Magazine, um, the digital format. But Facebook, Faceful having another magazine, to you know, it's awesome. You know, it's like uh, having both McDonald's and Burger King. Yeah. At yeah. the same time. Yeah. Well, you know what? If I had two magazines a month, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. I'd go through them both. Yeah, I wouldn't. I cry. used to read Pintos and Playboy. Yeah, that's true. But back back in the day, well, he was a solid hustler guy. Being at a student at a small Midwestern university, and, didn't you ever read for him? And then, uh, yeah, then he migrated up to Playboy and Hustler. They kind of complemented each other, right? So, but back in the day, how many less forestry? Sorry. How many publications did you did you patronize or read on a, on a regular basis? Um, AP. Uh, APG. APG was a big one. And Faceful, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie, I like Faceful. I think that was probably one of my favorites because it was the thicker of the magazine. It was more, it was less printing, more pictures, and it was really artsy. For sure. Um, and I liked it because we would always leave it on our store counters or anywhere we were because it was a good talking, it was like a coffee table book. For sure. Um, where APG was kind of one of those things where you would, you know, it's the anti-playboy. You would actually read the articles. Right. Uh, instead of looking looking through at the pictures, but there was also paintball sports that was paintball at, games at, international at splat like yeah yeah I remember going to chapters or, or exactly the, and buying three or four magazines every every month and just you know having them and and, and just you know sort of keeping up on what's going up and you see new products. It's before really Instagram and Facebook were around. Those are sort of your new things. But it'd be cool to have a, another paintball magazine. I think I remember getting excited. You know, like bringing your your cache of wares and uh, magazines up like chapters and laying them down to be scanned in and the guy behind the counter getting really excited what is that you work here you could you could look at the rack he, I, I think he's more like wow someone actually bought those <laughs> well no. it's pretty bad when like fishing magazines don't tell him it's last month <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know like fishing magazines and knitting magazines are being sold more than paintball just because we're such a small market right but, uh, but it was nice to be able to walk in every month and pick up four or five different publications. Uh, we can't do that now. Obviously, we have we have the internet and we're able to access Facebook pages and um, individual pages of each manufacturer as well. Uh, but I I really miss sort of having that uh, that release every month of. Yes, thank you. I know. After you uh, look at the yeah. rack, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, yes, uh, after fondling the rack a bit. Um, yeah, a, a new and exciting stuff that was coming up that, you know, it wasn't instant. It was once a month, right, that we were able to, to access the information. Um, so, you know, we're living in a strange and crazy and exciting time, folks, so we can have uh, info instantaneously. Yeah. I, you know, everything is going digital, but I like, I still do enjoy the, you know, the, the actual magazine, for I, sure. So Paintball Games, or I mean, um, Paintball Media, I yeah. like the feel of that app. Yeah, it's, it's like it's almost like scrolling or flipping a page. So I like the way that's designed and and, and laid out. So yeah. I'm a big fan, and I, I look forward to it uh, every publication. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Those I, those faceful magazines, though, 
again, like they were, they, they you were could look through them. Format too, yeah, and you could look through good. them all the time. Now, what accompanied them? Wasn't there another magazine that accompanied Jungle. Jungle. That's what it was. That was just posted there. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Jungle magazine. That was sort of the scenario or the Milsim version. But think about now, like when when Faithful was out, you know, it was really a predominantly a, a speedball type of magazine with, with some articles about some rec ball stuff. And then they came out with Jungle that really, you know. Um, Into what? What genre? That genre, the, the genre they came out was really, you know, for for the scenario, the 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 Milsim and rec ball, as I call it, um, genre of paintball. But now it would, you know, you could have a half faithful and half jungle, yeah. and it, you could have almost as much content on both. It, the know, one thing close. I didn't like was all the off-gassing of the APG where it was, you know, you had to toss that in. I did. They, you know, they, there was a spider ad on the inside of of every magazine and every second page was an ad and I get it like that's how the magazine was able to stay alive but for some reason faceful was thicker less ads and they were pricier but people were buying them uh, it, it's it's disappointing here this is slow, slightly off topic but I equate faceful with Maxim magazine and mm. FHM do you guys remember yeah, those yeah. I do yeah um I, that's a that's a shout shout back to how is long ago, right? Back? Whatever, I'm tired. What is a shout back? I'm still it's using Dracar Noir. Uh, because of Are you? Maxim. Bob Spicer says fate wasn't faithful produced by the people that own Sup Air. That's a possibility. I don't know. We don't I know they're now? French and if you go to their Facebook if you go to their Instagram page, they talk about one of the fellows in it, and but it's not Laurent. Laurent is uh is Sup Air. Yeah, Laurent's Sup Air, but, but I, don't I don't know if he's part of that. Um, one thing that Facebook also had was really good uh, magazine uh, um, ads by Angel. Yeah. You know, they always had like a, you know, a, a very pretty girl scantily clad with an angel marker somewhere on the page. So, yeah, it was good. Anyways, that was uh, that was a little bit off, but we, we, we got there. Um, paintball extravaganza. Extravaganza. <laughs> I have some Are you okay over there? I have some Choked. information on paintball you choked on your extravaganza. extravaganza. Uh, it's where the industry comes together since 2005, sort of like Faceful. Uh, it's going to be at yeah. the Washington uh, Hilton Dulles, and it's February 8th to the 10th, 2022. And there are seven damn good reasons why you should attend. Stay up to date with the market. You get an opportunity to network with other field owners, other tech guys. Uh, create relationships with your suppliers. Instead of looking at your products on your phones and squinting at it, you actually get to touch and feel some of the products, and hopefully there'll be some new releases at Extravaganza. Keep up with your competitors. You know, you can get lots of little tidbits in the bar or in the restaurant in the evening from uh, from you know your competitors that are like-minded. Learn about the industry, save time, and they're fun. Yeah. So there. Hey, I want to go back in the topic. I see um, Ryan McGee had posted something. He says, by the way, last week you guys asked about something uh, you hated. Uh, he wanted to say pre-game memes or meme wars and trash talking on Facebook. It's a game. Shut up, gear up, plan up, and play the freaking game. Um, I, I agree with you, but on the same token, we've had big games in the past where the two generals would kind of trash talk each other but not brutally where it was like, you know, it maybe gets, not honest truths, <laughs> but just... I know where you live. I'm going to kill your kids. Yeah, so. yeah. Or, that was acceptable. Or <laughs> but, or people online take it 
too out of context, and then they show up on the day they play way too aggressive, and they end up cheating, and it turns to shit. Yeah. Um. Colin said, "Damn good reasons or darn tough good reasons." Fantastic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> amazing. Call like, back. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Um. Gavin, can I ask you something personal? Did you get new glasses? Uh, no, I'm wearing glasses this evening. But you were wearing. I just. I he keep doesn't looking, normally I wear keep them. Looking you at, looking at you on the screen, and, and, and uh, the thank picture. you for highlighting that. And the, the picture. <laughs> that I'm not wearing contact lenses this evening. Well, thank you. I just yeah. Normally wear. I just thought those might be new glasses. Yeah, normally, right? Gavin's glasses are on his eyes. Tonight they're off his eyes. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Um, a lot of new guys in the live chat, by the way, especially on YouTube. I'm seeing Rick, uh, Rick. Rick is it Rick Rock? I don't have my glasses. Or Rook. He says, uh, I don't recognize that name uh, as being a super regular, but he says, best show, best show. Thank you once again. Uh, Mondays are always uh, for looking forward to. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you, Rick. Um, and there's 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 thousands of you that are listening to this podcast and we never get a chance to interact with. So try to log in either on Facebook or, or on YouTube. Even if you can't log in live, just come and uh, check it out once. Just so you know, you know when you hear that smooth, sultry voice of uh, Gavin, and then you see what he looks like. Um, but that was a really great, uh, like, thank you for going there. Do you remember the, uh, a couple of weeks ago, or probably a month ago, somebody was the first time tuning in. They were a longtime podcast listener, and they were completely, <laughs> really disappointed. Disappointed was Disa- the word. Yeah, you know, the word <laughs> go. They were disappointed with uh, how we looked. Yeah. Like we, yes, we are. <laughs> Former swimsuit models. And Absolutely. You know what? We were Emphasis on former <laughs> European <laughs> swimsuit models. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, like Borat. <laughs> so we're an acquired taste. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the taste is bitter. And then because of that, we asked the question, if we were a celebrity, right. uh, who would we look like? And this was the image that we ended up coming up with on the vote. So, uh, Gavin, that would be the gentleman from Super Troopers. That's right. Uh, I still don't get how I'm Google Play. <laughs> yes. Uh, what is his name? Um, Why are you asking that? I see him everywhere. I just don't know what he's in. Uh, Joe obviously is Bruce Willis, and I don't know why I got that one, but that's who that's I got. That's amazing, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Because you have no talent. I've only broken my nose once, not six <laughs> times. So. Hey, no, say, oh, and I can't no, believe say I'm Jay's an last name. Wilson. Jay's last name? Yeah. Who's Jay who? The guy who's playing Gavin. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't even know who that is outside Super Troopers. Was he in anything else? He's in a lot of movies. Oh yeah. Okay. See, I would rather be that guy that's in every movie that you vaguely remember who they are, but they're the ones that are making like money on all that's these. That's like different... me on the show. Like people that's are like. like mm, <laughs> I know I've there's seen a guy you before. That, like that Riley guy, John C. Riley or whatever. Yeah. He's like he's sort of an actor in all kinds of. Movies. It's like we're 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 on a bus ad that's like superimposed all over the whole bus. But where Gavin's face is, they've opened the window or broken the window, so he just he's missing. Well, it's better being an STI advertisement. I'll make sure you get checked. Oh, that's Weren't nice. you the guy with the genital wart problem? Yes. All right. Well, we should no, where are we now? <laughs> we should move on. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about PayPal extravaganza. That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. We should probably move on to the show for tonight. Um, last week we skipped over, uh, quite brutally over Joe's vault segment. Why don't we check that out, ladies and gentlemen, and, uh, we'll get right into it. It's, uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault, where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball, and we pull something out, and I show you what it is, and it's usually pretty cool, 
and you may not have seen it. Today is no different. Today we are going into the sub vault and we will pull out some of these in excellent condition. This is two pair of JT gloves. I think these are probably maybe 05 or 06 gloves. There is some clear on them, but this is starting to yellow a bit. But on the yellow ones, it's still um, pretty clear. But these are in good shape. This is sort of once uh, JT started making lots of soft soft goods and accessory items. They made a whole line of um, gear, pod packs, goggles, and jerseys and pants to sort of match this color scheme as well. But anyway, guys and girls, you've been watching From the Vault, and we'll see you next time. Pew, pew. It was the other day where you thought he had it. And it was an ingrown hair. We're on air. <laughs> oh, we're back. I do like no. Martin's comment, though. He says, I'm a regular as well, just never post up. You guys are great. Gavin does have a silky smooth voice. Silky smooth. smooth. Yeah, but if you're going to sell dark velvety chocolate and that's your ad, would you have Gavin do it or would you have Matt do it? Oh, I, you know what, Matt the Crypt. <laughs> By by bar none has the best voice. And I think the beard that absorbs some of the uh, the residents. It's a reverb. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's it's delicious. I prefer milk chocolate. Now, put I'll put you two guys up against someone else that used to be on the show. What about Dusty? Dusty would have sold yeah. this. Anyway, yeah. yeah, try this chocolate. <laughs> Yeah, Dusty, anytime you asked him a question, no matter what it was, yes or no answer, opinion, whatever, it, his con he would always start with a yeah. Because he wasn't paying attention. I would right? say uh, no. Because no. he was always bringing girls to the studio. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like every week it was a new one. <laughs> We're going to ruin his new relationship. <laughs> yes. Oh, well. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. That was a vault by Joe. I remember all the old JT stuff. And that JT, those JT gloves right now with the big trend with goggles, do you think they'll be hot? They'll be hot items? But I, you don't think so, do Matt? Matt shaking his head. I, I, don't, I, would say I so. don't think so because when you look at the guys playing speedball now, nobody's wearing gloves. And the one that, ones that are, they're wearing like... Fingerless? That, like the Milwaukee gloves that I oh, have okay. that are like rubber dipped, like really, really thin like a contractor glove. Um, why, do you, why are they wearing those not a, a padded glove? Uh, just to hold their gun. That's it. They don't care about getting hit in the hand. Grip, they what just, about bounces, though? Yeah, but those gloves, the JT ones never get, gave bounces either. Like, they're just one extra little piece of vinyl. I, 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 I'm, just, I I'm, I'm talking it through. I don't know. But um, it, much like old JT stuff is trendy, that's why these gloves are these gloves are just trendy. Really well, we know a few of them. Maybe we could ask them. I have a really old JT tank cover that's the same era as those gloves. I maybe I will vault that. Kimberly says Gavin sounds like one of those silver screen movies. <laughs> I, I don't I, even understand. Maybe what from means. maybe from the twenties. Like Charlie Chaplin. Hey, no. Is that the well? The, this is pre talkies but this is the piano. Yeah, is that what? Yeah. It, ding, 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 ding. You would have sounded better in those. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Just twirling uh, my mustache. And uh, Mike D says, uh, still have my olive gloves from that era. I think the olive gloves were better than like the earlier ones. The ones that you showed the second yellow pair, those were like the next generation one. That was almost like the when Brass Eagle took over JT and their jerseys kind of became flamey and yeah. robotic looking. It just, it just lost its cool. Um, hmm. Yeah. 
I don't know. What do you guys? We'll, we'll continue on, but uh, what do you guys? Do you guys wear gloves in, in you know, and in, in what type of gloves? Absolutely. Just so uh, I was on the mechanics wear gloves, but the Enola Gay gloves that they uh, they supply to us are fantastic. They They're my favorite gloves, and I wear them yeah. exclusively. Yeah. I use them for everything. I'm turning uh, at my house working on yeah, the car. Absolutely. Yeah. I got an Enola Gay gloves on. I don't wear them to work. I don't wear them for yard work because I don't want to rack them. But I wear my Milwaukee ones. But I, I keep my Enola Gay, and I have a pair of mechanics. Wear on the on the go as well. Yeah. I wear my darn tough gloves. Ah, they're but, guaranteed for life if I get a hole in them. That's right, jackass. <laughs> Keep making fun of us. <laughs> Not. I went and looked two weeks ago for my socks because I wanted to prove that I had them and I can't find them. But I mean, you have to know where I live to know that I will never probably find them. But they that they means are... you had them and one of your kids wears them now. So no, the, Joe says he got me some for Christmas, and I and I do remember that. I and I'm sure I wore Joe, them, but I don't know Joe, where. How does that make you feel knowing that Todd took your Christmas shitty. present? Okay, tossed but in again, a corner and it was like, oh, look what I look where like, I oh, live. Socks, <laughs> <And> I, uh, <laughs> great, thanks, Joe. Didn't appreciate the value of a of a lifetime guarantee. Okay, but on that note, I ask for socks for Christmas. I love socks. I'm a grown man, and clearly, I appreciate having the, new socks. Clearly not the best ones. <laughs> You want your Walmart socks? Cool. No, they're not Walmart. I get it from Costco by the bale. <laughs> Kirkland. I want men's long socks. Uh, yeah. I get really pa- excited when my delivered. I get really excited <laughs> when my socks and my pistachios are under the same label. Kirkland. Kirkland. Kirkland pistachios. <laughs> yeah. Um, who did I just see here? Uh, Martin says I don't wear gloves. Um, okay. Wolf supports us. He loves the EG gloves as well. Yeah, they are good. And I don't wear dad socks. Sorry. Unless I wear shorts. I'll wear short shorts with dad socks. Long dad Who socks. Who wears short shorts? <laughs> Todd wears short shorts. <laughs> Only when I'm tanning, though. Yeah. Um, what are dad socks? They're, they go up past your calf, like almost to your, the base of your knee. So Todd wears that with his New Balance shoes. <laughs> yes. yeah. Velcro, because I don't <laughs> like to... All leather New Balance <laughs> shoes, right? <laughs> See, that's why I used to wear Velcro shoes on the paintball field, but if I needed to tighten them down, I'd give away my position. <laughs> there he is! He's over there! He Hang just... on, guys. I'm going to make a run for it. <laughs> Forget the fact that my shoes were white. My I wear white nursing shoes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's sturdy footwear. <laughs> no kidding. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the topic at hand tonight. And if you guys would like to uh, pitch in at home, uh, why don't we start with best and worst? Best and worst. I got it. So best and worst paintball marker. Um, So, for example, Steve McEwen says that his best is his T2, and his worst that he's ever had was a GXG mini hopper. Oh, okay. I guess he's talking paintball product. Steve McEwen. It's funny. M-C-E-W-A-N. I have Mike Hancock, best, both my AGD auto mags, bought one new in 99 and still shooting it today. And the other is the worst GXG pocket hopper. Pure trash. Does not feed paint worth a damn. Runner-up to my runner-up was my Halo 2. Shell is made of the most brittle plastics. And here's Mike Hunt. Uh, he also says that he hates the GXG, uh, but his best is the Evil Omen. Uh, Rob, Roberto R- Robix Fonseca best is his LV1 and his worst here's a surprise uh, DP Fusion his dangerous power dangerous fusion power. Rob Ryan's best smart parts SP1 go ahead and flame me 
but I got it for free. It still works flawlessly after six years as my main and another six as my backup. Worst Vulcan Fate 2 pants. They ripped in the staging area while I was unloading my car. <laughs> and a dishonorable mention is the Avalon GT Commando. After he ripped his pants, let's hope he wasn't. Yes, going commando. Maybe he was commando. Yeah. Jeff Thompson in the live chat says, Worst marker was his F1 Illustrator. Best probably his autococker. And then Colin Cooper also says his best was his tactical autococker. And his nice. Worst, nice. worst was his scorpion. Oh. Carry on, my wayward son. I have Charles Holton. Favorite thing was my... It's not a scorpion song. No. no. Okay. Got, <laughs> not even oh, close. Wouldn't it have been great if it was? Sorry. That's fine. Favorite great thing was Fields got chronographs. <laughs> my least favorite was Uvex goggles. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. that's going back a ways. Uh, Nicholas Schroeder says the worst thing he's ever bought is a brass eagle mask. When he okay. first started playing, but, well, of course, it fogged up all day. They were they made said, by Leader now. They now had a number of force Yeah. The second best uh, would have to be his uh, cocker base pump. Mm. It had a hell of a learning curve to it, but it made him a better player. Mark, in the live chat, he says, JT Impulse, most underrated marker. So the JT Impulse uh, was actually a uh, Planet Eclipse marker. It was a version of the Ego. I, I want to say it I was. I don't think a, it was underrated. Oh, okay. I thought you were agreeing with him. No. Um, Underappreciated, so, probably, but I wouldn't yeah. say underrated. How about Nebnella? Best was the A5, worst was the PCS knockoff A5. Yeah. Remember the PCS? Actually, do you know that Tipman uh, copied Tipman? the PCS and knocked it off? No. Come on. <laughs> okay, uh, Joe. <laughs> no one knew that. Joe, I'm just going to get you to take your headphones off for a second. Uh, I agree with the first part in the, uh, the YouTube chat uh, from Rick Rook. The best was the EMF 100. And the worst is a stingray. I agree, I okay, I but I agree with him as far as like a a, a, a new player, right? And, uh, like, if that was your rental gun, it's a whole different thing because it would work. But if you compared that to what he bought, absolutely, absolutely. How was that the How was that the worst? It was a great gun. Maybe uh, of she, his of his too. First, it was the first mass marketed and mass produced semi-automatic that actually functioned it got a lot of people in the game it had low recoil <laughs> <laughs> but you know what those things i i still say that if you could have them out again and with the with the the advances in polymars and if you could come up with a marginally better valve and you ran that thing on high pressure air it would work in all weather conditions and it would be amazing so what you're saying is if someone took that marker completely redid the body Completely re-engineered the valve, put yeah, well, in no it. way at all. Completely re <laughs> no. redid the no, entire marker. It'd be great. I mean, if they left it exactly the same as it was, <laughs> and came out with a slightly, a slightly, I believe the 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 valve was cast. If they came out with a slightly better casting procedure, so it was less likely to blow apart. And now with the guns working on. On high pressure Correct. air, That's yeah. there would going. be more yeah. consistent and more stable. Any marker that you... doesn't blow up in your hand after well, getting I better is a better I, marker. I don't <laughs> often like to, to agree with Joe, but it was true. You know, when you were using a Stingray on CO2 on a hot day and the temperature would expand in your CO2 tank, you couldn't yeah. help, right? I mean, they couldn't. Yeah. It, was, it was unregulated. Yeah. Now, with like with HBA, you get consistent regulated pressure. I, I You know what? I... I hate to say this, and I hope this episode gets deleted. I agree with Joe. I think it would be a great marker to, to come <laughs> yeah. back out again. Well, 
if we're gonna, yeah, okay. Well, let let's let's talk about because uh, we may all be disagreeing with AJ Corbett. AJ Corbett in the live chat, and I'd like you to clarify something for me. First of all, he says his best is 170R, the uh, Planet Eclipse sure, and 170R, yeah, and, and that that I 100% agree with you. But then he says the worst is his KP3 pump. Now, I will agree with you if you said it was the Azodin KP3. If you said Brass Eagle Sheridan KP3, you might as well log out now. You don't need to say Brass Eagle. It's well, the Benjamin I'm, Sheridan. I, I know, but I'm I'm prefacing that so he knows. But um, the only reason why I didn't like the Sheridan KP3, I couldn't hold it. It was too much weight for my little arms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to prop it up on on, on, on trees or, or buildings. Just there is a downside. A lot of guys used to cut the stock too, right? <laughs> Take that quarter inch. There shirt. is a downside to using a marker that's half your body weight. That's true. <laughs> Oh, Tommy Guns says probably my best is my old invert mini. No, 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 Tommy, no. You answered it online already. You don't get to change your answer. You said your best was your cup. Okay. Ah. <laughs> and your worst is a full-size ghillie suit with foam padding built into it, probably in the cup area that he got in a box bag. AJ Corbett says it's the Azodin KV3. Oh. Okay, good. AJ, you can stay logged in. Um, Elliot Darno says the Talon. I'm hoping yeah, that's his Eagle. worst. Yeah, better be. <laughs> That's not the best. I would never. Maybe he's out there shooting fools with his talent with HPA, and he's got an extended barrel on. And if that's your best marker, talk to us. We got some spare parts for you. Yeah. Not body could parts. Probably, so. Could probably build a better marker out of the spare parts. Yeah. Lisa Weber brings up a good point. She says, uh, "Like and share." Oh, great point. Good point. I'll, I'll even I'll even create that as a hashtag. Like and. Share. Look at that. Robert Hansen says, uh, best was his automag I bought uh, from Sandman in 97, and the worst was his F4 Illustrator. The Illustrators never worked. They were inconsistent. I never saw an Illustrator work in my life. Ryan uh, Bedard says, some lots of new names tonight for some reason. This is fantastic. Uh, best was his Shock Tech SFL. And his worst was his Dangerous Powers D uh, G3. Oh, DP product. I think it's the yeah. same people, and they're just changing their identities so they don't have to... No one will know they're here. <laughs> I'm disappointed. <laughs> no one's going to shame you for buying a bad marker <laughs> at some point in history. You can use your real name. I'm disappointed, but I also understand the fact that no one's put Evil Omen, because I wouldn't want anyone to know that you had one, but the Evil Omen's got, got to be up there somewhere. Oh, look at this. The best was his Vanquish. The worst was his Spider Sonic, says Vanquish. Glenn Moosey. I have, like... Good for you, Glenn, for having a vanquish that worked. And I know a lot of people that had working vanquishes, but we saw so many that didn't. I, 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 I don't know, know of, that. I know a lot of techs that went through yeah. college because of the vanquish. <laughs> yeah, but I, again, like you know, someone else mentioned a gun back a little while ago, and if his like the SP1, when you had an SP1 and it worked, it worked awesome. But there, but like every gun, if you have one that doesn't, then it's it just the tolerances, and especially when you're like an in like an, a mini. Not a mini M. Oh, what's the smart parts gun? Um, the plastic one. Ion. Ion. Ion sorry. Yeah. So the Ion, if you get one that didn't work or you bought a used one and it wasn't working, you're never, I'm sorry, going to get that working again just because that's... there were some Ions that were just pure lemons and no matter what you did. Yeah. But there were it. some that were just buttery smooth. Uh, Randall Barlow in the Facebook chat says he just bought an evil omen. Really? Oh, Best no. of luck to you, my when friend. bought it? Collectively, we're, we're sorry. So <laughs> someone at another field in Ontario sent me a, a message asking if I had any parts for an evil omen. Then the next picture that he sent, or a picture that he sent, was the, um, the not the sear. Um, I guess it was the, the sear. Reed? Had snapped. 
and want to know if I had one. And I said to him that he was better to buy a whole gun just for that part because they don't exist or just put it away. <laughs> Would, I wonder if there's another sear. Like, it's, I wonder if it's like a, a could you put it, a I think it was sear different. in it or anything? I, I almost want to say it was a roller sear, but it's not. It was something, it was something weird about it. Uh, Bag of Chips in the YouTube chat. Bag uh, of Chips! Says he misses his Stingray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, a Stingray, if that's the only gun you ever shot that was your first one, and you didn't know any better, it worked, right? Like, absolutely, those were those were great. Um, uh, Randall Barlow comes up with one that we have not seen yet. Yeah. His best was his Black Magic Autococker. Oh, oh wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, worst was a Die four mask so not actually a bad mask just didn't fit my face well it didn't fit a lot of grown-up faces well <laughs> keith kaminsky in the live chat says uh worst was his nova we're gonna get back oh, to this in just car? no that yeah. was a great marker i always really? wanted one yeah do you know what it hmm. stands for in spanish doesn't go that's <laughs> not no go, go. <laughs> no, yeah yeah no go yeah um we're going to continue with this conversation, so by all means, continue to put up your, your things there, ladies and gentlemen. But before we do that, um, speaking of things that are the best, let's talk about Planet Eclipse. Did you know that they have more championships, new mechanical markers, new electronic markers, and new territory, including the new MagFed division? Uh, guys, get to Planet Eclipse and take on the world. When the world's greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, and biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. And does anyone know on the bottom of the EG packaging what NEQ stands for? No. Okay. <laughs> you might. Is that the hidden hedgehog in that picture? No, I don't think so. Looks like his eyes. So are you going to regale us with the answer? <laughs> uh, do I go on with my read no, or do I wait for the... Let's see if anyone pulls it up. All right, okay. so I'll go ahead. Uh, thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options makes Arabs the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. They are made in America by Brent Davison's crew. Check out Arabs.com. Dreams fade, ruthless paintball products, color sublimation, and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, Ruthless keeps you fresh. Use the promo code BTB15 for 15% off your order. Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. Make your game boil. Get Exalt, which is available worldwide. Worldwide. Hack your commute and dominate any train. Snowboard all season with thy self-balancing board that feels like carving fresh powder all year. With its 20 to 28 kilometer range and hands-free operation, you can crush boredom and want to never stop riding. Shop ride519.com and get 10% off your order using the promo code BTB10. Your your passive aggressive anger is 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 quite thick tonight. I will fix your thigh to a the next time. No, I changed it. Look. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. I then. like the old time English. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It fits in there well. DLX Technology Guys, true industry innovators with some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball. DLX has the power to get you to the podium, ladies and gentlemen, and that is where you want to be. So thank you to all of our great sponsors. Um, yeah, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here tonight. So thank you once again. So we are continuing. Why, where would we be? I don't know. I'd probably be at the movies having popcorn. Football oh. starts. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, ball. let me just say the NEQ stands for Net Explosive Quantity, 
in a WP40 that is 50 grams. So. And Phoenix, your uh, your post is thick. We're nicely done. <laughs> thick. Yeah, thick welded seams. All right, so we're still talking about best and worst. Um, uh, this is not necessarily a gun. This is just a paintball product. Uh, still, Gar says best is quality paint and worst is Picatinny rails. No, I, I, I don't. <laughs> did you mean dovetail? Not Picatinny. Well, I don't. I well, first of all, dovetail on guns were pretty useless back in the day, anyways. But why why Picatinny would be a bad thing? I'm not. I, I'm not really sure. Uh, Dan and Hardy says the best was his 98 STO autococker. And I've heard that. I've seen a lot of people with old uh, autocockers of the field, the old STO ones. Uh, the worst was definitely the Dialock lid pods, he says. No. Nah. Nah, if you're going to talk about bad pods, slam you need to talk pods. about the JT slam yeah. pods. But I don't understand. Like, I'm not a fan of the die pods, but they are. They were strong. You could step on those, and they wouldn't break as easily. The lids weren't terrible. They were hard to fit in packs because they had some girthy. They were long. There were some nub. There were some nubbins. They're, slight, there was they're some slightly nubbins. longer too. <laughs> I had several. Why? Well, thanks for noticing. I've, I've never purchased one of them though. Those were always those like gold on the field. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. They were kind of neat, though. They were a novelty. You could buy them in a six-pack, and they had them in, like, a beer container. They're kind of cool. Um, I bought a pack. I yeah. But they were not cheap either. Ones. No, they were, no, really they were not cheap. They were, like, uh, nine or ten bucks a pop. But they, they held they held more paint, though. They held 160 rounds or something. So, you could yeah, yeah. so I said they were longer. Yeah. And wider. And girthier. And, and nubbins. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to leave it alone. They got uh, love bumps on them. Drew Nelson says the best he's ever shot was a Ar Aardvark F1 Matrix. Aardvark. So Aardvark. Matrix, I get it. Uh, and then worst was his CCM J12. Really? Hmm. Normally CCM has good quality say, products. I'm, I'm surprised that that... that I've he never heard anybody lemon. complain about them. And then Cody Andrew says his best was his Vector Milsig. And his worst was his 140 round how box could, mag. How could a Milsig be good? <laughs> I, we don't see a lot of Milsig stuff. We never saw a lot, a lot of Milsig stuff through the field. Well, guys no. would tinker with them all day Absolutely. long. Absolutely. Oh. They'd pay their admission. They sit at their picture table trying to get it working. Then their Picatinny rail would fall off. And like, yeah. we don't need Picatinny rails. We hate them. <laughs> um, uh, Nicholas yep. Rigaldo says, my 1992 JT pants. I'm still playing, and my lucky evil gloves now would have been shredded since 2005. And I would agree, evil brand and extreme rage brand and NXE brand had the best pod packs, um, and the gloves, the evil gloves. Yeah, they were they were pretty good at the time. Um, Milsig R.I.P. says Stephen. Well, are they defunct now? Uh, trigger pin for the X7 is its Achilles heel, says Dan and Hardy. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be careful too. Like when you're looking at some of the Tipman bodies when they're using those pins, if the body shells are, you know, uh, the holes are bigger than they should have been, they've got a little worn, then, they, then, there's, then there's more some play. play. Yes. Yeah. Okay, going uh, piggybacking off of your um, slam pods, uh, John Jones uh, says the worst was the JT slam pod feed neck. Oh, yeah. And the best was it is his uh, EMF 100 or CS2. Yeah. What about the smokestack, they used to call it? 
So you'd put it between your gun <laughs> your and your hopper so you can have an extra two or three paintballs lined up. That was before really motorized loaders was, uh, you know, was doing much of a thing. And Bond Chick says, uh, still love her hammerhead barrel. Yeah, great barrel system. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Milsig is done. Valken bought the rights to the M17. Yeah, so you'll never see that again. No, they're available. They're on production. Are they really? Okay, well, you'll never see me buy one of them Bob, again. <laughs> Bob Spicer, best gun, anything Eclipse, worse is a T15. Okay. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm not going to disagree with that. Uh, best auto mag, says Sam Moyers, and the worst is the Ninja Nightmare. Best paint was evil. And the worst was Bullseye or Pro Ball. Yeah. Pro Bounce. Yeah. Bullseye actually, back in the day, um, made a an actual glow-in-the-dark paintball. It might have been filled with, like, nuclear water or asbestos. something. But it actually... Yeah. It <laughs> asbestos actually, and nuclear waste. It actually <laughs> but it glowed. glowed. It actually, <laughs> it actually glowed, glowed in the dark. It was and you didn't cool. need dark didn't need or black lights. It just you glowed. Blue, Broad daylight. <laughs> blue lights <laughs> puppies come down. It was glow paint. Ours anyway. even glows during the day. Why am I getting blisters? I'm just loading my hopper. <laughs> that means you wiped a hit. Cheater. <laughs> oh, well. Anybody else have any more before I uh, we cinch up Gavin's sack? Sort of. Are we speak? doing our own, or are we just moving on? Yeah, let's talk about our own. I, I yeah, let's go around the horn. I'm going to think about mine. What the best and worst was, and let's stay with markers. Just okay. Yeah. Uh, worst, uh, the Armatech Zeus pistol. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was uh yeah that was crap. And the best is uh, thank you, Leds, for sending me an EMF 100. Uh, oh, wait, no. That <laughs> didn't happen yet. I don't have a best You yet. know that and that's never going to happen, right? Leds, <laughs> give me a shout-out. Let's go. <sighs> my worst was, it has to be my Brass Eagle Nightmare um, long barrel made out of brass. First production one. It's probably the first one that Gino ever put together. I brought home and he pulled the trigger and the thing would go... Bwah! Like that, that would be my worst because it never worked, and the velocity must have been eight hundred feet, feet a second. second. It was some crazy <laughs> amount. Of, it blew trees in half and stuff. It was pretty crazy. Um, I don't know my best. You know what? I got to go a little bit of nostalgic. My Bushmaster Point Man. Wow, good for you. Yeah, Josh, what are you thinking? I, I don't know about marker. I had a hopper lined up though. Well, the Reloader B with that brittle shell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were pretty much destined to fail with that. Yeah. And okay. I, I I have to say my favorite is the TMC. It's bulletproof. Still love it, it. It is what it is. Like I love it. I don't clean it. I throw up my gear bag, I go home, I take it back out the next time I'm playing and it works. Just love it. Yeah. Um I'm going to I'll follow on your vein. I first let's talk guns. Axe, you're all going to get upset with me at home, but my axe has worked every single time that I put a battery in it and, and played with it. I've never done ever. anything to it. I've never, I don't even lube it. Lube it. I've, I, you know, um, I lent it to someone. He put some grease on the bolt. I wiped it off just because he, he put too much on. I, I just, yeah, that works every time. <laughs> and then this is not a shame at the gun. The gun, I'm sure, was fine. Well, maybe it wasn't, but I had an impulse. Uh, uh, a, 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 an aftermarket impulse gun and the thing never worked properly and if it did um after i messed with it it never was anyway so it, it that that was mine 
And the best product was a caner kit, and I still have it. I don't know where it is, but I know I have a caner kit somewhere in my gear bag. And uh, the worst was uh, my Evil Pants, the very first generation that had the Velcro hmm. on the inside to hold your what would have been future slide shorts and knee pads. But they put the, the hard Velcro facing in against your skin. Nice. Made no sense. Do you remember Brilliant. that, Joe? Yeah, it was horrible. So the first thing you did was you cut it out because, A, the product didn't exist that that was designed for, and, B, whoever sewed those things used the wrong the yeah, the wrong side of the Velcro. Um, That's before child labor was a thing. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Um, I'd like to also add my um, VF tactical as well, just as a good. Yeah. Just throw it in there for good measure. Yes. Yeah, Gavin, I gave you a sheet with a question on it, uh, and, I, and I wanted to talk about that. Sure. Um, oh, no bumper or anything, no mail time or whatever. We'll just go into it. Mail. mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Just screaming oh. at Gavin mail time. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you'll see. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, so they, I get to rip open my sack and read the <laughs> only piece of correspondence that you have sent in. Uh, and it comes from the Paintball Asylum. Uh, what is the new hardcore speedball thing all about? Have you seen it? Todd, have you seen now, it? Now, I've seen... So, so I had to do my research because I've never heard of hardcore speedball before, and I was... I was afraid to type that into my Google search. It's like hardcore parkour, but it's speedball. Well, so I put hardcore um, and speedball within hyphen or quotations so that that was, yeah, that's all I wanted to search for. So it turns out that it is like speed soft for like air, like here's here's a picture of what, uh, what the, now this is out of Australia. This is called hardcore speedball. And you can see it looks like the same sort of arenas that they would be playing airsoft on it what's that called speed, speed soft. soft sorry i couldn't remember um but this is with gel with the jelly oh the jelly ball yeah but the guns they have are mag fed right so they have little um little mags that are filled with the jelly ball and sure. that's what it is so that's why when you see those right there when i first started watching i thought it was airsoft but it, they weren't bouncing like airsoft bbs were and it's a it's it's a gel so this is fantastic, in my opinion, for a kid's birthday party. Maybe. But for men doing this as a lead? <laughs> Seven-year-old's birthday. We don't play hardcore speedball. Okay, but hardcore <laughs> not. I watched the footage, and it's basically like guys playing now, speedball gel with gel, what, gel blasters. Now, what do you think? I'm not trying to take away you, from it. I'm sure it's fun. Can you put that picture back? This sort of goes back to what we were discussing a couple weeks ago about the clear bunkers. Now... We did have a discussion. No, just listen, Josh. I, I know. We've we had that have, discussion. We did before. have a discussion that people were looking at making rigid bunkers so that the paint would break so there wouldn't be, you know, you wouldn't get bounces off bunker. Is, is this a possibility for future speedball to make all the bunkers hard? Then you wouldn't have to inflate them. They wouldn't leak. You could take them apart. They would ship nicely. So you have to be careful. One of the big things that are going on in, in speedball, and we had a lot of it this weekend that Matt will contest to because we were cleaning cameras constantly. But when you get a bunker that has a hard surface, the bounce rate goes up. The breakage goes down and the bounce goes up. What, okay. you, what you want is you want a deflated bunker because it'll oh, actually sure. it'll break. Um, so when it's that hard, you'll still get breaking, broken paint on it, but there's more apt for that to bounce. And the reason why people aren't liking that 
or conversely love it because they use it all the time is for bounce shots on speedball. A lot of guys out that on the field on the weekend were getting shot behind their bunker, not Smart. even exposed themselves, but they were getting shots bounced off of another bunker. And the people that know what they're doing um, are finding those shots. Now, it's not rampant where wherever Ramp. you are, you're not safe, but there certainly are shots where people are going, like, how did I get shot? And refs were pulling out penalties because they were getting shot and not knowing. A lot of minors because they're, you know, in their backs and packs where sure. they're not necessarily feeling it. So, um I don't I don't know what to say about that. I, I, I think I, I think there's discussions and I know field owners and league owners have talked about um, putting textures on bunkers to maybe alleviate the bounce shots. Velcro? Uh, yes, evil Velcro. <laughs> but uh, but could you make them out of wood and the paintballs wouldn't bounce if they hit wood? Well, from a league promoter, an inflatable bunker makes the most sense right now for transporting because um, then you're not building something and moving something that's built. So I understand that, but I, 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 I'm not sure how much of an issue this is. I don't know if, let's say, Tom Cole, I've never discussed it with him, if he himself is saying we can't have bounce shots, people don't want it anymore, and he's getting it from the team owners. I just know I've heard rumblings from certain teams him? and stuff like that. Maybe I'll call him tonight after the show. Yeah, you'd think I'll get a more textured vinyl or something. Matt's getting mad. <laughs> he's quite angry. Some grippy tape. <laughs> Well, here, yeah, Tom, if you're listening, I know he does listen to our podcast. If you're listening to this one, give me a, give me a shout or drop me a text. I, I'm just curious to know your thoughts and what you've heard. Um, locally, it's it's been a discussion, and uh, there are some teams that play your league that have also talked about it, and I've talked to... Anyway, so I, I'd like to get your opinion on that and see what you think. Uh, Matt's getting disgruntled because it's getting late. Our oh, show is. is going long. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say, first of all, thank you to everyone that watched on Facebook tonight. If you could please... Uh, Maybe share this to any of your favorite paintball groups uh, just to bring people into the sport. All the new people watching today, thank you very much. Uh, and all the new people listening to our podcast, again, thanks for subscribing. And, uh, yeah, keep coming back there, my friends. Uh, thank you, Gavin, for being out here again on the show. Always great to be here, folks, and I really appreciate you turning, tuning in and uh, contributing in the chat. And we'll check you next week. And if you're so inclined, if you're watching live, uh, slide over to the YouTube side uh, because the after show starts shortly. Yeah. Now, I'm wondering about that. Because we're running late, we may not do an after show tonight. Just it's getting late. and uh, You don't got five minutes left got... in you? Well, all right. Well, let's see what happens. And then Joe right. Kimson from Flagger to Paintball. Thanks for tuning in. I won't keep you because, you know, we got to move on to the after show. And I talked about things too much. There you go. And, oh, I guess we have to thank Josh. I, I'm not used to thanking him anymore. He's... No. So he was on his own show. No, you thank you for all the new reports, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I swear I had six cameras. I don't know where <laughs> they all went. No, no. There's always four. <laughs> well, maybe in the after show, guys, slide over to the YouTube and maybe we'll find out from Josh how his uh, new podcast is going. It's great. I got two, two new cameras. <laughs> <laughs> yes, coincidentally, I have two down tonight. Thanks, guys, for watching. If you guys want to continue to listen to our uh, after show, stay tuned on the podcast form. Uh, if you're listening on our podcast, it'll just translate right into it. If you guys are uh, watching us on Facebook, head on over to YouTube. We're going to continue to broadcast uh, until we're done. So thanks, guys, on Facebook. We'll see you next week. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also, follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show.
And we are back, and I know Todd yeah, yeah. definitely didn't want to be having this conversation right now. Uh, this is our after show, so yeah, no, no, I just not a, lot, I, not, not a lot of paintball to talk about. I mean, you guys had a full weekend of uh, tournament action. Uh, there were some other paintball and uh, field stuff that was, you know, promotion that was going on. So there's a lot on the go in uh, in Southern Ontario. So there's a lot. It's also kind of nearing. It's nearing the end of. Uh, Canada's sort of season, but it's sort of ramping up in the southern states right now. Right. Um, World Cup is is looming. Is that the next NXL? Probably yes. That's next November. One. Yeah, and I don't reckon we'll be going to that. Yeah, I guess that would be the next one, right? So for yeah, for yeah. us, uh, if you are downloading this or listening to it, we are in the <laughs> yeah the southern Ontario area. And the, our land borders are so close to go to the United States. Uh, we can still fly to get there. Um, so this is Matt's favorite topic. We don't know what COVID protocols are going to look like uh, in the next couple of months. So we are still in a, a wait and see holding pattern. Yeah. Um, and that has significantly impacted our ability to travel and attend events. Believe me, as soon as we can, we'll be, we'll, we will be. We're looking, forward to, uh, our, we're looking forward to extravaganza for sure. Yeah, we'll absolutely. be there if, as long as we can. Uh, by the way, shout out to Archdog73 in the YouTube chat. Uh, Josh is no longer Zuby. He's part-time. Oh, I <laughs> That's love a it. Burn. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well yeah. done. So uh, you'll have to better explain your podcast. I understand it as you take soft rock hits from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and you break them apart. No, soft rock one-hit wonders. My mistake. Break them apart into a mix of country and bluegrass songs. Now, would that would any of your songs that you depict be on Yacht Rock Radio? Oh, always. Nice. Okay. That's all it is. Cheeseburger <laughs> in paradise. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. XM Radio has Yacht Rock Radio, and every once in a while, it's on my it's on my preset. So what the hell is Yacht Rock? Okay. Before we continue, we've just, you know, Todd just outed himself as a parrot head. That's all I got to say. As a what? A parrot head. Parrot I don't know if I'd say I'm a parrot head. I know his two songs, Cheeseburgers and Paradise. <laughs> what the hell and... is going on? Okay. You've got some Googling to do later yeah. when you go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yacht spell, Rock and Parrot How do you spell head. yacht? Y-A-C-H-T. Yacht. <laughs> <laughs> it's something you'd listen to in this your is con- music that you're listening to on a yacht. No, it's something you'd listen no, to look. in your convertible Sebring on the way to uh, the <laughs> golf course and then Sizzler. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a good analogy? Yeah. Or your what's the Cadillac sports car? Um, CTS. Yeah, the Cadillac CTS. Yeah. Is that the sports car? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Cadillac's version of it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have to pull the plug on this. I am dying, and I'm finding yeah, myself funny. Yeah, let's end so. it there. Why not? <laughs> so thanks, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week after we've had a chance to play some hardcore, hardcore speedball. And uh, we'll see you guys. Or not. Or not. Yes. We'll listen. Actually, I believe they pipe it over the speakers <laughs> when you're playing that. Get you pumped up. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. <laughs>